Welcome to the Financial Flossing Podcast with Ross Brannan, guiding dental professionals to a brighter future. Ross Brannan is a financial advisor who knows it's not just about your teeth. He helps dental practice owners protect and maximize today's cash flow to plan for tomorrow's cash needs. Find him at rossbrannan.com. On the show, he brings together experts to help dental professionals looking to make smart money decisions to grow their income, turn their retirement goals into reality, and improve their lives. And now, here's your host, Ross Brannan. Welcome to the show. Today we have Ashante Trent. She is a multi-million dollar practice strategist who can help you double your collections in 90 days. Ashante, welcome to the show. Hey, Ross. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Absolutely. Well, that's a bold statement by you. So let's jump right in and let's talk about what you do and how you do it and why all of our listeners should hire you yesterday. (laughs) Um, Essentially, an easy way to describe what it is that I do. Um, I manage the operations of any dental practice, um, but I found a systematic way to scale any healthcare business in a short amount of time. Um, So are you familiar with the infrastructure of a business, right? CEO, COO, CFO. Um, So if we strip dentistry away from the business, we have a healthcare business and a business needs what any other business would have. You need marketing, you need sales, you need customers, uh, you need team management. Those are the basic foundations. So I found a streamlined, systematic way to double, if not triple, a practice profits by streamlining those operations. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So so we're talking about, did I say it right? Are we doubling collections in 90 days? Are we doubling profitability? (laughs) What what is it? So in dentistry, we tend to focus on production a lot. Um, And what I have found is that production will leave you broke. Um, If you actually want to have a profitable and sustainable practice, you need to really focus on collections. Uh, Typically, though, a lot of dental practice owners are underneath of the thumb of the insurance companies. So when you think about it, you're discounting your services by 50 percent, if not more. And so you have to work a lot harder. So is the solution go fee for service? It can be. However, let's just do the math really quickly. If in dentistry, you're going to cap out at your max, most insurance companies give you $1,500, $2,000, $3,000 max if they're being generous. But the average is about $1,500 to $2,000. The average treatment plan, though, is $3,000 to $5,000. So if you're selling treatment plans that are anything above the max, the patient still needs those services, right? Right. So why not help the patient get the services that they need? That they need. So you and your team, if I'm a practice owner, I have to get comfortable with selling. My team has to get comfortable with selling. And this is where we fall short because we're not comfortable with actually presenting the value of what it is that we're doing to transform this patient life. Well, I think that's one thing a lot of people, a lot of people think sales is bad, but people don't realize everything is sales. If you have children, you are selling them. If you have a spouse, you have a selling them to get them to do what you want them to do, or what you need them to do. It's not just the guy knocking on your door trying to sell you, you know, something, you know, it's, it, there's all in like in dentistry, selling treatment plans is sales. Yes. And the people who are good at it are much more profitable than the people <laughs> who are not. 
Yeah. So you don't necessarily have to go out of network just to be profitable, but you do need to get comfortable with the basic principles of any business, which is I need to put myself in front of the public so that way they can know about my business. That's marketing. And then I need to make sure that I have conversion points when they actually, you know, call over the phone or hit the website or come into the office. And then your team is involved in that process. And then once they actually sit in your chair, now you have to get comfortable with selling but you're not the person that collects the credit card or the cash or the check. Your team is. So your team also has to be comfortable with selling as well. And so I like to say the drill is the least significant tool when it comes to increasing your practice profits. If you want to increase your practice profits, you need to focus on marketing and sales. And that's the collections part of dentistry. So with just some new thought processes and some new techniques and leveraging technology, I've been able to automate a dental practice. So that way, not only can I double, if not triple the practice profits, but I can allow a team member, an executive team member or a practice owner to actually walk away from their practice, reduce their chair time, which is what I think they all desire. Um, and sit on the beach and have a profitable practice <laughs> and have a good life. We're in a $400 billion industry. Wow. Why would your practice not be? I know it's that big. Dentistry is a $400 billion industry and most practice owners aren't even tapped into 1%. If you're financially struggling in your practice, it's because you have an operations issue. That's it. Well, and this is one thing I, I've seen. I've seen the highest earning dentist that I've ever met are the ones who treat like a business and it's all about systems. Yes. And then if, by the way, if you're trying to sell, that increases your multiple of your EBITDA if you're selling to a DSO, by the way. So, Absolutely. So. Absolutely. So again, if we just strip dentistry off of it, you have a business and every business needs the same thing. The fundamental elements are the same. I think that um, in dentistry, we have focused uh, too much on the clinician side, and that is a part of it. But if I walked you through the conversion steps of a patient's journey, they really wouldn't come in contact with you and your drill until about eight conversion points into the process. Wow. So what you were telling me earlier, what is the average collections for a dental practice in the United States? The average practice only generates $800,000 a year. And when I came across that, I was completely blown away. For someone who's been in dentistry for 20 years and I've seen all of the operational infrastructure issues as someone who's not a doctor, who's not a, a hygienist, um, but someone who has worked at the front desk, who has been a manager, someone who's been a dental assistant, I've seen all of the operations of a practice. When I really came into that statistic, it made sense why some doctors can't afford to pay their team members you know, a salary or why they're short or struggling with payroll. Or why a lot of offices closed down during the pandemic? Why dentistry is so stressed out? You know, like, I feel like a lot of people are are losing love for the industry. And I just think that there was a huge shift in me where I said I had great success in my practice. I turned a failing practice over from $1.2 million. He didn't have enough money to make payroll, pay his team, pay himself. He was a so 30 let's, So let's, let's, let's stop right there. Yeah. Let's Let's not say the name of the practice, but let's talk about the specific situation of that practice, where it was and what happened. So I'm still currently the VP of operations for that practice. Um, and I'm, I'm quite comfortable with talking about my practice. And um, but is the doctor I, though? 
Yes, I know. So I'm just going <laughs> to say Doc. I'm going to say Doc. Um, but when I came to Doc, um, again, he's a 30-year veteran. He does just about every procedure in dentistry. And I say that because uh, there are a lot of offices that refer out, but he does not refer out. He does implants, your basic restorative. He has cosmetic, whitening, everything under one roof, eight operatories. Um, and again, he had a large patient base, but he couldn't afford to pay his team or pay himself. Um, so I came in, I streamlined his operations. In 30 days, I increased his profits from $20,000 to $40,000. Um, another another couple months went past. In 90 days, I increased his profits to 200%. So we went from doing $20,000 to doing $50,000 a week. And then by the end of the year- on, let, Let's say that again so everyone hears. So you initially took him from $20,000 of revenue a week Yes. 40,000 of revenue. And then yes. what happened? And then, um, so after we did that, at the end of the year, I increased his profits by 300%. Um, and so he was doing $75,000 a week in collections. We only focus on collections. Again, production will leave you broke. If you want to have a financially secure practice, you need to focus on your actual collections, which is the tangible money that hits your bank account. So in 12 months, you went from 20,000 a week in collections to 75,000 a week in collections. Correct. And now, obviously he was happy about that. I like that. What do you typically see with your clients? What, what kind of results do they, do they see? So with my clients, I see the same results. The longer they work with me, of course, the better the results are going to be. But I have a client in New York. Um, in two months of my program, her and her team were able to produce their first uh, $36,000 day. That is a number that she was never able uh, to achieve before working with me. The next day, she did a, she sold a $39,000 case. Um, so within two days, they did a combined $60,000. Um, and then that actual month, I want to say that she hit about $120,000, $180,000. And she had never had those types of numbers before in her practice in Manhattan. And this is in Manhattan. Um, I have another client in Texas, same thing. We doubled his profits within the two months of him working with me as well. So the longer that someone actually works with me, the more actual profit and revenue they're going to be able to see. It takes time to train the team and put new systems in place and get it grooved in. What do you say to the skeptics out there that says, that's not possible, that wouldn't work for me, uh, there's no opportunity for growth for me, we, we've done everything that's possible? Yeah, I think that if you do have that limiting belief that that will be true. I think it was Henry Ford that said it. Whatever you whatever you think you are or whatever you think you can, you're right. So if you, what if you think you can or you think you can't, either way, you're right. Yes. Either way, you're right. So if you think that you can obtain that type of success, you're right. Now, I'm not saying that it's easy. It does take work. It takes dedication. And it, def it definitely takes a partnership and trust when someone is working with me, but it also requires you to listen and be vulnerable. I've had a lot of doctors go through mental breakdowns as they're working with me because I am teaching them. I'm essentially taking them through business school at a really accelerated pace. Well, they don't learn anything about business in dental school. It's all clinical. Absolutely, because that's what you went to dental school for. So I have a lot of doctors that ask me, why didn't anyone tell me this when I was in school? Because they're not here to teach you how to be an entrepreneur. They're here to teach you how to be a clinician. Now, but in essence, by owning your own dental practice, you are an entrepreneur. 
but in our in our industry, yes, because unless again, unless you want to go work for a DSO, now you're working for someone else, and you don't have to worry about running a business. But you do still need to know how to sell. So I don't care if you're an associate or you have your own practice. If you want to make sure that patients accept their dental treatment that you're recommending, and it's not like we're selling Mercedes Benzes and, and Louis bags here. We're selling things that people actually need. You have to get comfortable with it. And if pain is a motivator, if they don't like, if they're in pain or they don't like the problem, that is a, that is that is a motivator. So, let's talk about some of the clients who didn't have great success. How yeah. often does that happen? I screen really well before I work with a client. Uh, I know how much work and time and energy it takes to turn over a practice. Again, I've been doing this for 20 years. Seven Figure Dental Society is a new uh, dental solutions firm for the dental industry. We've existed for two years, but my myself, me, myself, I've been in the industry for 20 years. My marketing team has been in the industry for more than 20 years. Um, and so we screen really well. We know what it, we know what we're looking for when we're working with a client, and we know who's going to be a good candidate or not. If you they do have, have to be coachable, they have to be coachable. They have to they they can't have limiting beliefs. They have to be ready, and they have to want success. I think the biggest key though here too is you have to be comfortable with talking about money. And so if someone is is it says, hey, I want to have financial security in my practice. I want to make sure that I'm paying my team a, a, a great salary. I want to put benefits into my organization. I want to have a 401k insurance. Like, you know, the basic things that any successful business would have. And I want to do more in the community. Those are things that I would want to hear if I'm going to work with a client. Do you work with startups or more or just established uh, practices? Um, I have I, I can coach startups, um, but sometimes they don't always see the value because they don't quite know what they're about to get into. Um, I am I'm I'm typically restoring practices. I'm typically working with some someone who's been in the industry for at least you know, 10, 10 years, uh, sometimes eight years. I have worked with practice owners that only have had their practice for two to three years. And I can tell you, it's, it's very difficult to work with them to get your mindset to change because you don't quite understand everything I'm saying to you. So it's like blind faith almost, you know. And when someone works with you, how long is that engagement? I recommend 12 months. Um, if you do anything shorter than that, you will see results. But at the end of the year, you have to really see what you were able to achieve because one week you might have a great week and the next week you may not. That's just the way that it goes in business. Uh, but at the end of the month, my weekly numbers could look totally different than my monthly numbers, my quarterly numbers, my and then my yearly numbers. So um, I definitely recommend that someone uh, stays with me for 12 months. 12 months, I can get your team to be full on executives, un meaning they understand the business business operations of the practice and they can make money for you while you're not there. I've been able to liberate a lot of doctors from the chair where they can actually take their vacation, not close their practice and have their team run the practice and they still hit all of their financial targets. That well that I mean the you own a business when it can operate without you. So that's that's really that's really impressive. And so we've talked a little bit about it, but let's be I mean on average I sign up with you January 1. By December 31, based on your track record with your clientele, what are the results that you see? You will your practice will double. Um it's going to be anywhere between 600,000 
Uh, plus, as far as your extra collections is concerned, it depends. It's variables. It depends on what procedures you currently offer inside of your practice. So you do need to have some big ticket, you know, uh, procedures that you're offering. It doesn't matter if it's clear aligners. It doesn't matter if it's implants, dentures, partials, etc. Um, but I'm a numbers person, so we just work out the numbers and figure out what services do you have, what's your goal that you're trying to hit, and then we set our targets, and then we train train the team on how to do it. We implement um, our marketing strategies. So my offices can, we can attract anywhere between 200 new patients a month. Some of my practices, 400 new patients a month. Um, and so, and that are, are groomed to specifically want those services. That That's how we're able to generate the revenue so quickly because we're going after some of those big ticket items, but also new patients and emergencies, which are always going to be the bread and butter in dentistry. Now, are you, do you work with only generals or do you work with specialists or how, how does it work? I haven't worked with specialists, um, but it would still work the same way. It's just uh, the ad spend for marketing would cost a little bit more if I'm working with a specialist. Anytime you get really targeted, specific marketing ads, you're going to spend more on Google. That makes sense. And so, so, but okay. So typically general dentists, but if general dentists, the more services they provide, which a lot of them do all different things, the, be- the better off. And typically we're going to double the collections in 12 months. Now, is the profitability going to increase too? Absolutely. Um, Now, if I start digging into my client's debt, of course, that profitability is going to vary. But I do have CPAs that I work with that can help them in that avenue if they needed help with that. But typically, when they're working with me with that first 12 months, we're getting systems, processes, marketing, sales, rebranding as well if we need to. Because a lot of times the website isn't right. The message isn't right. (laughs) So we have to do a little bit of rebranding first. We want to get all of that set up and grooved in. If they stay with me for another year, then that's when we can start to tackle some of those things and also get helping them get out of network with insurance companies as well. And so it's not just one thing. It's not like it's just marketing. It's not just, you know, systems. It's not just that it's a combination of everything. Now, some things like systems probably are more important in the overall realm, but it's a combination of things together, kind of almost pieced together like a puzzle that helps you get to where you're trying to go. Is that right? Yeah, I'm so glad you said that, too, because that's something that I've witnessed in dentistry. I'll I'll see coaches that only offer maybe marketing or I'll see coaches that only offer sales or a dentist has to go here for this training and go here for this training and go here for this training. And also, too, when you have to fly your team out somewhere and then you lose that team member, all of that intellectual property goes with them. I created Seven Figure Dental Society to be a full service dental solutions firm. So a a dental practice owner doesn't have to go anywhere when they're trying to revitalize their practice. So branding, we have branding covered. We'll do a full photo shoot, videography, videos of you and your team. So that way we just refresh the website, reintroduce them into the public so the public knows what services they're offering. Then we kick in marketing. Then we train your staff on sales. And then I, I focus on operations, but automating it. So that way, all of that intellectual property never leaves the practice. So it doesn't matter what your turnover rate is. 
Now, keep in mind, turnover is expensive, but just in case you do have turnover, which is inevitable in a business, I have a digital platform that keeps all of the training and videos housed in one location. So you can onboard a new team member automatically using technology and quickly by just sitting them down in front of a computer and saying, this is us, this is what we do. And they're ready to rock and roll within a couple of weeks. That's fantastic. Now, if someone says, I'm very interested in talking with you, I want to learn more, how do they get in touch with you? The best thing that I would say is to definitely go onto my website, um, which it has a free training on there. And it's really important to take that free training um, because it shows you actually what it is that I do. Uh, but that's going to be sevenfigureproctisblueprint.com. That's and the that- number seven. That's the number seven. Thank you. And um, practice blueprint.com. Yes. And it is going to give you a free training that literally shows you how to do this. If you wanted to take everything in that free training and do it yourself, you could. But if you're looking to really accelerate your practice growth, stop playing it small, you know, get rid of the stress and the chaos. You're looking to just do something else in life. Maybe you want to reduce time in the chair. Maybe you're ready to be a speaker, or author, et cetera, but you still want your practice, right? That's blood, sweat, and tears that went into building your baby. I, I want practice owners to keep their practice, be successful, but reduce stress, reduce time from the chair, and still increase profitability. It will show you how to do it and how you can work with me and my team to achieve success. And, and you, I mean, I, I don't want to sound salesy here, but... Uh, and some people, some people might take it that way, but you you don't take an unlimited amount of clients. You you cap the clients you take it annually just because you can only work with so many people because you're getting Absolutely. your training Absolutely. It was really important. Again, it's really important for me to produce success. I, I, I just watched Dennis for 20 years get super frustrated with a lot of the training programs that they went to. They're revved up and they're ready to go. And then they go back into the office and no one, you know, is there to help implement what they just learned. So it's really important for me to actually get results for my clients. I'm really hands on and I only take 20 clients a year, five clients a quarter, and I work with them and their office manager exclusively to make sure that we have the type of success that they're looking for. This is great. And so it's seven, the number seven figure practice blueprint.com. If they want to learn more, if they want to connect, there's a free assessment, like a free training and assessment on there. Absolutely. Yeah. So once they go through the training, you'll have an opportunity to book a free just one-on-one session with me. You'll tell me a little bit about your practice, uh, what what obstacles you're currently struggling with. I can tell you the things that you need to do to improve. It's no pressure. I, I, I don't want to sell anyone on me. I only want to work with clients that are ready for success. So you can take all of the free information that I gave you and you can implement it yourself, or you can say, I want the cheat code to success and you can work with me and my team and we're ready to get started. And and not everyone's a fit for you. So after your complimentary call, it just may you may not work out, which is fine. And, and yeah, absolutely. So you do have to again. We handpick the clients that we work with because we do want to make sure that it is a mutual beneficial you know relationship. And um, there are going to be some practices that might be too small. Maybe they don't offer you know um, enough services where this program would work for them. Um, however if they're still struggling or having challenges, they can sit with me one-on-one and I can still help them through some of those challenges. You just wouldn't be a great fit for the program. Oh, that that makes perfect sense. Well, 
Ashante, I, I really appreciate you you being on the show today. I think this is a valuable service. It's seven, the number seven figure practice blueprint.com. It's, it's worth the time to go check it out and watch the training and do the do the uh, and get the, the, the freebie involved. Um, but Ashanti, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, Ross, for having me. I appreciate it. <laughs> this is fun. Yes, you're welcome. <laughs> You've been listening to the fight. Oh, real quick. Yeah. You have your own podcast as well, don't you? I do. <laughs> I do. Um, it's so it's called Dentistry Exposed. Um, and it is actually uh due to launch uh at the beginning of August. And there you go. Uh, in about, we're talking about all of the juicy behind the scenes, you know, of dentistry, um, success, failures. Um, oh, I have some great people that are going to be on there. Some some dentists that are killing it on social media. We we do know their names. And um, and so we're talking to, to dentists who've had great success either in their practice on social media. Um, but then we're also talking to hygienists and office managers, and they're just giving their insight behind the scenes of dentistry. And I feel like it's time to just blow this thing wide open. Let's talk about all the things that we don't really want to talk about that we just sort of skirt around, you know. Well, it's by just- the time this show airs, yours will already be on. So that's yeah. fantastic. So <laughs> it's, what's it called again? It's going to be called Dentistry Exposed. Dentistry Exposed. Check out the podcast, Dentistry Exposed. Ashante Trent, thank you so much for being on today. This has been great. Thank you, Ross. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to the Financial Flossing Podcast with Ross Brown. This has been another episode of Financial Flossing with Ross Brannan, guiding dental professionals to a brighter future. If you liked what you heard, consider subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. For more on Ross Brannan, visit rossbrannan.com. Ross Brannan is a registered representative of Coastal Equities, Inc. and Investment Advisory representative of Coastal Investment Advisors, Inc. Investment advisory services are offered through Coastal Investment Advisors, Inc. and securities are offered through Coastal Equities, Inc. Member FINRA, SIPC, 1201 North Orange Street, Suite 729, Wilmington, Delaware, 19801. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.